Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 6.02 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Gone. Welcome back, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, I missed all the... The fun stuff of the sky is falling and everything else, right? Or was most people kind of like great season? Wasn't really like that. Yeah, yeah. No, wasn't at all. Yeah. You, I, you know, I think I think you know the host of the shows pretty much kind of leads you down in that direction or where you want. You know what I mean? You know, you kind of yeah. like drive the bus. Yeah. When when that's your outlook on things, you tend to attract those callers. When that's not your outlook on things. You tend to attract different type of callers. I think that makes sense. Like, for me, as soon as it was all over with, like, I didn't go to my phone. I didn't want to read anything. I went to bed, slept it off. And then when I woke up, um, at, at some point in the morning, I wrote a little something that was just like, it was a great season. It made baseball fun again. Like, I, I don't know how you look at it any other way. If you didn't enjoy this ride that came to a crashing halt, again, the ending sucked. But <laughs> I loved everything else about it, and I'm excited about the future, so... Um, that's kind of where I stood on the whole thing. So how was yesterday for you? I was fine. Like it's some tests done and things like that. But, um, you know, overall just, uh, watched a lot of baseball. I went, um, I, I, I watched, I wanted to get in some hockey last night and it started off slow. So we weren't started... talking about that. We're talking about the real reason that you were out yesterday. Why was I out? That's coming out day. Yeah. Yesterday was that's... national coming out day. That's why I missed. You thought maybe you had this ran. You didn't have any music ready for me, Joe. No, but I'm but coming but, out. No, but but I Gina was very happy about your decision, and this was her response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell me Michael's still alive? That was that was Gina. That was that was her invitation to Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. She was very very happy with your announcement. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> and, well, I, just to be honest, like I, I texted with Ed, texted me, and then um, he said, "Just to let you know, we told everybody that you were off today because it was coming out day." And what did I text you back? Love it. That. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> 
There's certain people you can pull those kind of jokes for. Oh, I don't like that. That's what that's those are the ones. None of it bothers me. I think those I, are the ones. I think I posted it was a it was a meme. It was a it says, Oh my god, the werewolves come out at night, and it's just a werewolf standing out there going, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, man! Uh, Lance Glenn out there pitching batting practice last night. That was the one. So I didn't get the they watch. Didn't they only score four runs yeah. total? That yeah. was it. That was it. That inning. And you know, like people were getting on me for getting on Fangrass for saying that the Orioles had the worst shot at winning the World Series, which I thought was just silly given the circumstances. Right. But they had the Dodgers having the what was it, the third best or second best? But they never had the lead in that series. No. And, and, Isn't and, that like the second team in baseball to be the yeah the yeah 63, 63 Yankees were the only other team that won a hundred games and never had a lead in a series that was the World Series that before you had the ALCS and all those things yeah never had the lead that's crazy now you know like some of the things that we're looking at like the Dodgers are one of those teams that outside of that fifty game or sixty game season where they win the World Series like people say oh that's an asterisk you got to put an asterisk and, you can do whatever you want with it. They won. One of the teams was going to win. It just yeah. happened to be them. And the weird thing about them is they spend so much money and they fail in the postseason more than any other team. And like even Clayton Kershaw, people were calling him Peyton Kershaw, choking in the postseason. And, and then that hurt my feelings. <laughs> hey, you Braves may hurt your feelings worse. Yeah. I, I, I mean... What do you? Bryce Harper's killing them. I love it though. Bryce like, Harper's that dude. You He's and that I, dude. Yeah, you and I picked the Phillies. I don't know who did you pick to go to. Did you make it? Uh, yeah, Braves. Yeah, Braves. And and look, <laughs> my series was the rematch. Was wait, a minute, who who went against the Astros last year? Uh, that was Phillies. The, Phillies. Yeah. Phillies. Okay. Well, mine was Braves. Braves. Astros. Yeah, we had Phillies and Orioles. Orioles. So yeah, we're still alive. <laughs> no, but. But the funny thing about like just the, the way that the postseason breaks down and the matchups and things that happen and the knee jerk reactions, I do think there's a lot of things that fall on the manager. Outside of you know, looking at one of the pitching moves that I wasn't a fan of that we talked about, like I don't have issues with like it's all knee jerk reactions to what happens. Like people that were saying, uh, talking about Dean Kramer last night and how far that he or two nights ago how far he went into the game. It was like, well, go to the bull. If you go to the bullpen and you're going inning, 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 you're expecting everyone to be perfect. Mm -hmm. It's a very difficult thing to do, and like some teams can get lucky with it. Some teams have a great bullpen. Minnesota tried to do it last night, and you saw what I mean. They did a really good job because they have one of the best bullpens in baseball. We don't. I mean, statistically, could tell you that, but going into the postseason now, we don't. You know the Dodgers starting pitchers Ed, in that series, three game series, starting pitchers pitched combined four and two thirds innings. It's crazy. Combined? Yeah. Four and two-thirds innings. Wow. Clayton went a third, and the other yeah. kid went an inning in the yeah. third, Bobby Miller. Yeah, four and two-thirds innings wow. combined for a three-game series. And I think Lance Lynn had the, the best numbers at two and two-thirds. Yeah. <laughs> Gee whiz. So now it's... we get the Arizona Diamondbacks, and uh, and I'm tell like I feel like if the Phillies or the Braves pull through, that they're running rough shot through Arizona. I hope so. <laughs> And then on the other side, I mean, with Texas and Houston, those two teams are they hate each other. So mm -hmm. especially it's, it's the way the season is. You know? Yep. So that that should be really fun. I'm for it. I mean, we got NHL back too, like uh, college football yeah. almost every night of the week. We have football every night of the week now. You guys realize that? I saw it last night. Every single night. 
And we get blessed. Thank you, NFL. We get the Chiefs and the Broncos tonight. Finally. You got at least the Chiefs. Kind of a dog and you got the dump goal. I don't you got the dumpster fire that is the Broncos. <laughs> how, why is it? I and mean, we're gonna have Brandon Cristal on from uh, from the Denver area in the nine o'clock hour. Why is it that they're thinking about getting rid of the Russell Wilson era in Denver? Well, his numbers look great because he's throwing a lot of junk time trash, but he's been awful out there. Like you can look at the statistics and go, "Oh my God, he's done this." He's like. I was saying this to somebody else. Statistically, he was the highest-rated quarterback or had the best numbers of anybody in the league. You gave up 70 points. That's not a Russell Wilson situation. How many did he score? 20. I mean, But you gave up 70. I, I Jeremy, get it. See, when you, when you lose, they lost the first week 17-16. That's a Russell Wilson problem. He's part of then the you problem. Lost, then you lost the second week 35-33. You scored 33 points. And then you lose 70-20? to 20? It's it, Okay, it's, you give up 31 points against the Jets. He's a part of the problem. Like, you even see it when Sean Payton tried to talk to him when he was coming off the sideline and he brushes him off. He doesn't give his teammates his phone numbers. He is part of the problem. <laughs> okay, the guy, if, if, I can see if he's turning the ball over and giving you a short field. He has two interceptions. He has two So he's not turning the ball over and giving the other team a short field. So I, I hear you said he's part of the problem, but there are bigger issues in Denver than Russell Wilson. I think he's the biggest because of the contract. You can't do anything with it. You're going to have to eat that thing. Nobody wants it. Like right now, if you were going to trade Russell Wilson, how many teams are going after him? Jets. I don't think so. Mm. All right. 410 is the number. Off the couch. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Thursday night football. Who is the pressure on tonight? We'll talk about that at 630. But on the other side, Lamar Jackson seemed to be a little bit surprised about his star power. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
6.16 in the a.m. Good work, my job. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Let's keep it moving. Thursday night football preview at 6.30. Let's keep it moving as in those who are getting ready for work. <laughs> that wasn't directed to you. I'll stop saying no, 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 no. That was directed to those who, who are getting ready for work. Rob doesn't want me to Jeremy, have any fun Jeremy today. Jeremy stopped and looked at me at the top of his head. I'm like, no, man. It wasn't. I can't say he he. It wasn't. <laughs> I think you can't be dragging the line. I just realized that. That in, oh, that intro. It does sound a little bit like it. Doesn't it? Yeah. So like, ooh. Dragging the line. Yeah. What year did that come out, Rob? I don't know about that song. <laughs> <laughs> what, the way you make me feel? No, dragging the line. All right. <laughs> uh, don't nobody know that song. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson seemed to be a little surprised, Ed, about his international star power. Are you surprised by this? That he's surprised? No, that he is the international star. No. Not really. I mean, he's, you know, he's a special athlete, and people love special athletes. And I think they came out around 1971, by the way. Dragon Line? Yeah. Um, but he... <laughs> Hold on, now you're getting this. Mom, <laughs> we, we talked about. I came out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, but I'm not surprised. I mean, he's you know, jerks. <laughs> you two. <laughs> what did I do? Jeremy's out today because he's gay. Like, that's what you told everyone. That's not true. I was out yesterday <laughs> for another reason. <laughs> for another reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this, is it, Joe, is it going to be one of those days, man? It's going to be. Back on topic. <laughs> this is what Lamar Jackson had to say about uh, all the star power. I didn't know until people recognized me. I was like, that's crazy. I'm known in London. <laughs> Shout out to the fans. I'm glad you guys are, you know, watching us. Glad you guys are supporting us. We love it. Um, hopefully we'll be out here more. You know, we show a lot of love to you guys. Uh, that, I was surprised by that. Hopefully we'll be out here more. Yeah. I was recognized in London. No biggie. On the streets? <laughs> in a hotel bar. Oi! Are you at Norris? <laughs> I was recognized in, in a hotel bar. Are you? On the wire. I swear That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was popular over there. Well, you know what? Like with Lamar, though, too, and I think he had said he'd only been out of the country three times. Right. Um, and, you know, this is, this is an interesting one, too, because, like, I understand him going to another country and then being shocked that somebody just points you out. Yeah. But, like... His fame is going to travel all across the world, so it's not like yeah, this, this isn't something you put him in another country. I'm Especially sure all this international football that's going on. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, it's not like everybody in NFL is going to be recognized. No, no, no. he's different. Well, there's yeah. two things. First of all, I think I think yeah. that's the sobering part about it. Yeah, for him. he's got a unique skill set, so he's very uniquely skilled, and he's very recognizable. He is. His hair is distinctive. I mean, he just he, you could you know it's him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I, I, I think it's cool. You know you. Football is is a growing sport. Yeah, I th- to me, to me, not only should Lamar be happy about that, it's one thing to recognize Tom Brady. You know, it's one thing to recognize someone on the Jaguars because that's their second home. All the time, yeah. But for the NFL, the NFL ought to pat itself on the back because this is what they're trying to accomplish for it to be an international game. And when you have a guy like Lamar Jackson now walking the streets, doesn't have Ravens gear on, and he's recognized by people in London. I mean, how many people going in Baltimore will recognize, uh, 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 you know, s- soccer players? You know, you, they may walk right past them and not, not know it. How many people recognize Jalen Hurts if he's walking down the street here? You know, so when you, 
to me, the NFL is winning. This is what they Absolutely. want. Absolutely. And I think it has a lot to do with what they've been trying to do is get into international markets. I mean, and they've been doing it a long time because even before this, I mean, they played games preseason like in Barcelona and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about they've been playing in Europe for a long time, in Mexico City now, and you know, playing in Germany, playing in, in England. So you're, you're definitely spreading the, the joy of the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, I've said, for, excuse me, for a long time, I think the NFL – you know, why are we worried about a lot of people in America don't want this the, the, the sport to grow, Jeremy, to become an international sport. To me, when you have successful business like any other successful business, why do you want to just be local? And by local, I mean U.S. Why would I just want to be a sport for the United States when there's a whole world out there that I want to recognize? Mm-hmm. I mean, the NBA makes so much money off of China, but they're also not trying to put a team there and sending – regular season games there all the time. They're watching. They're fans. Yeah. Uh, guys play that sport, you know, overseas, whereas football is not played as much around the world as as even basketball, baseball. See, I think that's why the NFL has to do it the way they're doing it because the NBA has players in their league from all over the world, See, my, and the game yes. is played all over the world. My problem. I don't think football – because football doesn't have leagues all over the world, and they don't – Really important in high school. school. Exactly. Yeah, that's so the, you, that's what's important. I have to bring my game to yeah. you. Yeah. And look, they tried it with NFL Europe and some of the other stuff and different things they were trying to get going that just didn't work out for whatever reason. Maybe it'll work out in the future if they go that route. The only thing that I have an issue with and my big problem is that I think this ends up screwing the competitive balance over when you put a team in London if they officially do that. Because oh. the travel, like just think about the West Coast teams that are going to have to go there. Think about when are you yeah. going to set up the London team to play four when they when they play the uh, Western Conference or Western Division? Are they going to play four games out there or two games out there and then have them? It's just I think the schedule is going to be ridiculous. And some people go, oh, my God, a five hours, this and that. I just retweeted the list of how much baseball players travel, you know, between with football. It's so different because the bodies aren't right when you're getting on the plane at all, like ever. And I feel like the time and, and the preparation that goes into each game like, I, th- I think it takes a lot of time. I still think the greatest advantage in professional sports is playing at home on Thursday night football, you know, like with the mm-hmm. short week. I, th- I think if the NFL does it, though, I mean, they'll figure it out. I, I just Oh, they'll just make them do it. Yeah, I have no, but they'll figure it also yeah. figure it. It's not going to just be, well, hop on a plane and play a game there. I think they'll figure out a no, system. No, but you guys even said this year, starting off the season, you haven't been as entertained by football, right? Uh, no. no, I'm not. I'm still not. It's just going to get worse when they put a team in London. You're going to have watered-down games on Thursday night, Monday but night. But is it watered-down to the people in London? You're bringing a new audience in. But it matters, are you, do you start losing people over here? I think I think there are some people in football uh, that love football. So I had a friend of mine tell me he loved the NFL so much if they crapped in one hand, he'd give them another hand and take another one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's, that's how much he loves. I, I think you have it's, – it's like when people start talking about big, making the bases bigger in baseball and – put the clock and all those things, my comment was, well, baseball has me. They can make changes. They won't lose me. Mm-hmm. What they have to do is do things to gain others. I think the changes that you see in football, I think most people will stay on board, especially the generation that's growing up with these changes. Um, you and I complain about it because we remember when the NFL was a tough man's game. It was. Yeah, it was rough. It was, it was, I remember watching before my high school football games, Crunch Course. Remember that video? Yeah. Well, it was nothing but bone crushing, <laughs> mm-hmm. dislodging people. They would never show that video now. No. Hell, they love that video. Though. They stopped doing You Got Jack because yeah. they felt yeah, it was exactly. too aggressive. Yeah. Exactly. They start, you got mossed. You know? Yeah. So, 
Um, I, I just think that there's a there's a that the generation is growing up in football the way it is now. The seven on seven generation, mm-hmm. they'll be fine. You and I are the ones complaining about it. Yeah. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. What's your agenda? If you're the GM or the I should say the owner, really, of the Baltimore Orioles, because my agenda would involve the GM. What's your first move? We'll talk about that at six forty five. But on the other side. Thursday night football preview. Jeremy, is the pressure on KC tonight? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thursday night football tonight, or it's not really Thursday night football. What day is this game played on, Ed? Friday Eve, babe. <laughs> tonight, the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Denver Broncos. Now, when you talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, Jeremy, you don't talk about a team that just wants to win the AFC West. You talk about a team that wants to be the number one seed. And right now, with the way the Miami Dolphins are playing, I got to think that's very important because you don't want to go. You don't want to have Miami, the Dolphins in Miami in late January. You want to have them in Kansas City. When you look at the the Chiefs right now, they lost the first game of the season to the Detroit Lions. Um, They have the Chargers right on their heels. The Chargers were a bye week, but they're two and two. A little pressure on the Chiefs tonight, Jay? Uh, I don't know if it's pressure just because of who you're playing, but there is familiarity no matter what anybody thinks. For whatever reason, Denver always seems to play the Chiefs tight. Mm -hmm. It's one of those just weird anomalies. I hate today's or tonight's game. Um, I'm not sure Kansas City's as good as we think they are. That's why I think it's a little bit pressure. I I think their defense might be better than their offense right now, and it's kind of crazy to make a statement like that, but they're trying to figure out what they want to do with their wide receiving core. They're getting nothing from MBS and Sky Moore. Uh, they got that young kid that they compared to DeAndre Hopkins um, that they want to see more of. and But, you know, the, the injury to Kelsey, does that linger? Does he have any issues tonight? You know, like there's there's all kinds of things with that offense, but it just hasn't looked right this year for whatever reason. And they, they haven't like, just been rolling people the way they usually do. I think there's the, a little pressure on them They beat the Bears that way, but everything else has been. They lost to the Lions 21-20. They beat the Jaguars by eight points. They beat the Jets by three. They beat the Vikings by seven. They're not... You know, they're not just rolling over people the way they usually do. Yeah, but you can't tell people to take the Broncos plus ten and a half tonight, can you? Can uh, you tell people to do that? The Broncos are so bad, man. This I hate this game tonight. I hate it with a passion. Like, the, there's one thing I feel comfortable with on this game, but like, I I, I disagree. I think there's a little bit of pressure on the Kansas City Chiefs. Tonight. I'm not saying there's not pressure. I'm yeah. just saying the Broncos stink. Like, I 
I just can't tell people that I think the Broncos are going to be in this game tonight when they've been anything but reliable in any any facet. Like, even if you go back to the Bears game, look how bad they were in the first half and then what they did in the second half. Mm-hmm. It just And you can hear that game tonight if you're out and about right here on 105.7 The Fan. Coverage beginning at 8 p.m. tonight on 105.7 The Fan. Uh, this is one of those games, man, where, you know, again, we talked about Russell Wilson a little bit earlier. Chiefs, uh, the, sorry, the Broncos have put up a lot of points this year in games. Uh, again, even in the game where they gave up 70, they scored 20, which is not a lot, but, you know, they scored 20 points. They scored 30 a couple of times this year. Um, but the defense has not been playing well. Very uncharacteristic, Ed, of a Denver Broncos team because normally they bring it defensively. Yeah. It's what's, you know, saved them in the past, but they don't have the same personnel. So you do what you got to do. But I, I don't think the Broncos, I mean, it, I'm not splitting the atom here. They're not very good. Oh, and so. they're, they're in cell mode now, too, which is a little yeah. nerd. Like they, they've said Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, or Cortland Sutton are up for uh, mm-hmm. possible trades. And it seems like they're trying to blow it all up. And we are going to have this, this chase for Caleb Williams from teams. We'll see who has, I'm doing air quotes, integrity. But we've already heard about a lot of like the Vikings are going, hey, trade Kirk Cousins. Let's suck for Caleb Williams. And, you know, there, there are a lot of people that feel that way. It's just I, I think there's going to be a lot of teams chasing Caleb Williams this year. Let's go to the phone lines now. Parkville, get Chris. What's up, Chris? Gentlemen, good morning. Good thirsty Thursday morning. Good Thursday. Great show as always. I have Thank two, you, sir. Two quick points. I think as you were talking about Kansas City and uh, how kind of they're running tight, I think uh, the equalizer for them was Andy Reid as, as usual. And I think Jeremy was right. I think – I believe he was right when he was talking about um, Russell Wilson. Like, the Russell Wilson, the star, and his complimentary wife, who's well-known, I think got in the way of Russell Wilson, the football player, the quarterback, and I think that started to happen in Seattle. And I believe that's why they let him go. Yeah, I, no, there's no doubt about that, but when you start talking about cleaning house, you look at all the other issues there. It's just it's funny to me. To me, this is typical, and it came it came from Sean Payton. To me, this is typical smokescreen Sean Payton. I suck at my job, so let me give you the low hanging fruit and push Russell Wilson out there front and center. That's that, that's what this is to me. And because if you're talking about a a high paid person that's not owning up to what you're paying them for, to me, that's more Sean Payton right now than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's doing his job. He's not turning the football over. He's scoring. Sean Payton's not doing his job. And to me, this is typical. This came out from Sean Payton. This is typical. Uh, uh, let me, everybody else around me is the problem except me. I think he's probably, I think he's, in my opinion, he's the most overrated coach around right now. My, my I pick, said that before he got hired. It's not, it's not my take on, it's, it's, it, this is not me playing Monday morning quarterback. No, no, no. You've said this for a while. You, yeah. That you're not a Sean Payton guy. I, the, the other thing with Russell Wilson that's, that's problematic is I feel like he's having that Elvis Gerback Kansas City season where it's like, Hey, second half, compile, compile, compile. Oh, we're down. Now they're in now they don't they only care about the clock, so we're dinking and dunking here. I mean, you look at the second halves of games, and that's when he's been putting up. He's been terrible, man. And, like, and you're right, the second half of games with it down three or four touchdowns. This is not me saying that Russell Wilson could play quarterback for me, Ed. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying this is a hell of a time now to point out the Russell Wilson issues. Well, you got a laundry list of guys not doing their jobs. They had the, the same yeah. issues last year, though. 
Yeah, I, it just different. statistically I think, they didn't. I think they were looking, for, you know, for magic from Sean Payton. Yeah, and that's you know didn't happen, and it hasn't happened, and it's not going to happen. And I'm convinced that this is you know karma for you know <laughs> his comments because what he said was way way out of line, way out of line for. You a coach. don't go there, and 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 you know, karma is the right word because when you do things like that, you don't just fire up that coach you're talking about. You fire up other coaches as well. well. Not just that. You're supposed to inspire your own team, not the the, the opposition. Yeah. So you, you're going to you know dump on the Jets or you know coordinator, and then they come back and kick your ass. That's what you got, what you deserve. And everybody else kicks your ass too, except for the yeah. Bears. Let's go to Vinny in Northeast. What's up, Vinny? What's going on, fellas? Hanging in there, man. What's going hey, on? Hey, man. You? Look, I, I believe that Russell Wilson is the biggest problem in Denver, but also I believe Sean Payton, and I have no love for Denver. For the money that they kicked out for him. Let's be honest, Sean Payton got one Super Bowl with a Hall of Fame quarterback. And that Super Bowl is stale. So, I mean, to give him that type of money, you know what I'm saying, for a turnaround, haven't we learned anything from the old whole Raider incident uh, with uh, the coach? Uh, John Gruden. They had the 10 years. John Gruden. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so, so think I about mean, this, you, Vinny, you, Vinny, think about this for a second. So, if you are, you are Philip Dorsett, or you are Javante Williams or or Dwayne Washington, and you're in that locker room right now, and you're thinking, not only last year did you pay Russell Wilson a boatload of money, he does nothing, but now you bring in Sean Payton and does the same thing? I think they are co-issues, man. I, it's, it's not, I don't think either one of them is a bigger issue than the other person. And again, I think this is self-preservation and Sean Payton pushing Russell Wilson front and center to be the problem. I Again, I say Hurricane Katrina, I think, was in 2005, uh, 2005 or 2006. Yeah. And that's the last time the New Orleans Saints won the Super Bowl. And Sean Payton was the coach. You had Drew Brees, who was the first battle Hall of Famer, and you get one Super Bowl. Come on, man. So he demands he commands that type of money that you guys gave him? Uh, I think not. I think that was over. Hurricane Katrina was actually 05. It's 09 they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It took him a couple of years to, to, to kind of – Jump back up on that. They didn't win it in 05. They won it several years later. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Uh, Ravens. Do you think the Ravens' second-hand offensive issues were a sign of things to come? We'll talk about that at 715. But on the other side, O's. You're the owner. What's your agenda if you're the owner? Your number one agenda for the offseason. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. If you're the owner of the Baltimore Orioles at 6.46 on this Thursday, or as Ed calls it, Friday, babe, what is on your agenda? Number one on my agenda, Jeremy and Ed, is to give a pay a king's ransom to give all the money that I could and maybe even a higher title. Do like, like they did with... Uh, uh, what's the GM that used to be in uh, Chicago and in Boston? Oh, Theo Epstein. Yeah. I would do that for Mike Elias. Mike Elias, here's the contract. What do you want? What does it take? What title does it take? What well, didn't didn't the Chicago Cubs give Epstein some some stock in the uh, organization or something? I don't or was remember, that Boston? I don't remember what they gave him when he went there. It was but... ridiculous. What am I thinking about uh, Billy Bean? Might be thinking about Billy Bean in Boston. But I'm giving him whatever he has to, whatever I have to, because I don't care what you say, 
the key to this turnaround begins with him. It doesn't end with him. Mm-mm. It begins with him. And I say, and your and your your pals over there, Sig, mm-hmm. Eve, what does it take to keep? You tell me what it takes. You negotiate what it takes to keep the. Let's keep the band together. Let's keep the band together, and you continue to play sweet music because everything, all the players are just the music. <laughs> you are the band. I would do anything I could to keep them. Well, at some point, with the success this team has, you know, people are going to come pick apart the exact thing you're talking about. Your front office. Uh, sometimes it happens with your your coaching staff. Oh yeah, if things oh, yeah. are going well, we see that all the time. I mean, hell, when when things were going well for the Cubs, that's when Brandon Hyde ends up coming over here. So like, and that's also where uh, they lost somebody else too, David Martinez. Yeah, they lost they lost him to the Washington Nationals. So you know, like when you when you does see, she have a hot one in the chamber? Uh, she always looks like that. Uh, she right. just walks like feet are on fire. Yeah, um, you're walking like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Uh, he's got the root in his toot and his poop and it's in the back that he's got to get rid of. With the tightest shoes in the whole wild yeah. west. <laughs> root in his toot and his poop and his girl in the whole building. I'm sorry. I, I, that was my fault. Uh, I, went, I went total squirrel and made the whole damn show go squirrel. Yeah. You want to start it over again? <laughs> no, he didn't want to do that. This is uh, what he wanted to do. He wanted to do something else. Yeah. That's what he wanted. And he hit the wrong thing. The... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's 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 my first move, Ed Norris. If I'm the owner of the Baltimore Orioles, I'm I'm right now. And by the way, you're gonna you could hear from uh, Michael Elias and uh, uh, Brandon Hi. Hyde will speak to the media this morning. So we'll have highlights of that either on our show or or Vinny and Haney as well. Well, but that's my first move. I, yeah, I would. I mean, you have to. This guy—they constructed this team. I mean, did everything right, everything. You know, from the creation of the analytics department that mm-hmm. they never had before. We have a, I mean, a rocket scientist running it, and then you got the international market that they, you know, fulfilled, fulfilled that promise. The academy drafted with the academy, um, drafted brilliantly. I mean, you, you got to keep these guys here. You got to keep Elias in his team. Because let's be honest, in about a year or two. The Yankees gonna need a GM. Oh, <laughs> in about a year or two, they're gonna need a GM. Yeah. So what you do is you over, you you in your mind overpay him now, and you just tear the market up, Jeremy. You just make the market so unreachable. You can do it. That's what I would do if I'm the owner. Yeah, and and I think you're spot on with that's a guy that you absolutely want to keep and you make sure it's here. And uh, a big part of the reason why they are where they are right now. Yeah. Um. And that, that makes total sense. I'll, I'll look at it from a different standpoint and go from a personnel standpoint because they have a lot of good problems. You have a lot of talent. You need to start to figure out how you're going to package some of these guys. Yeah, you got to. And work because, like, right now you're crowded in the outfield. You know it. Like, And you can look at guys like Austin Hayes and Cedric Mullins, who I love both of them. There's a chance that, especially with the way that the season. One's got to go. Yeah. If not both, one's got to go. It's just going to happen. And I, you hate saying it, but it's it's going to happen. That's business. This is not personal. Yeah, and then we talked about first base as well. Like, Mountcastle's very streaky. Is that their type of guy? Um, would you rather move Santander to first and see if he can play that position uh, fully or go find yourself a first baseman? Or is it something where, you know, with the crowded outfield, you use that as your your toggling place where you can go lefty-righty when you want? Um, but ultimately, you got to figure some of that stuff out. And I know people are like, oh, what are you saying? Mountcastle was great. That like, I get it. No, he's not. It, it, the, he's streaky. 779 OPS is not what I want 
for that middle of the order hitter for him. I don't want to first s- base. You're expecting a lot of power, which he he has. I want an eight fifty to nine hundred OPS. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I, that's, if that's too much to ask for, then so be it. But that's what I want in my OPS. I don't want a guy that's batting in the middle of the order. Seven seventy nine backs up what you're saying about him, Jeremy. He's streaky. Because mm-hmm. if not, if not, he have a higher. Um, uh, OPS than that. And people, like, I think people get it twisted. Like, I, I love Cedric Mullins. I'd love to see him stay here for his career. I'd love to see him get back to the type of hitter he was, not how he finished the season. Um, and I think he battled through some injuries, so I'm not putting that on him and saying that's who he is. But the fact remains, you have a bunch of young outfielders that are going to be coming up. So the ultimate decision becomes, you trade them for something else, you use them, cheaper talent, and then you allocate that money elsewhere. And I think that's the way that this business is going to be built for this team making the right decision of who to trade, who to let walk, and then also the right decision on who to pay. That's the part that they have to show us. I think Cedric Mullins, in my opinion, you you got his best year out of him a couple of years ago when he was a 30-30 man. He had an on-base percentage of 360 then. His OPS was 878 then. Since then, his on-base percentage and has been 318 to 305. You got your best year out of him. Yep. Somebody like him, it should be around 360. Um that's what, I mean, that's what I want from a guy like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not. And look, it's, the team is just going to be, I think it's going to be really young. you got a lot of young guys, and you're young guys you know, can play the outfield, and eventually you're going to have to do it. He had a career high in RBI this year, but, you know, he's dropped off and everything else. You also dropped him in the order. Time. But you dropped him in the order, too, which are going to help him drive in runs. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, like it's. It's one of those things that I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions because they've done such a good job drafting. That's what a lot of people like and developing. It's not just picking these players, it's also developing them. I mean, Jackson Holiday is going to be here next year. And 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 you're right about the moves you both thought about the moves you were making in the offseason. You know what that gets you back to? Got to resign Michael Lyons yeah. and company. <laughs> yeah. Takes you right back to that. So, who do you want Jeremy? Ed, those decisions that have to be made, who do you want making those decisions? Yeah, him. Absolutely. You got you to get right back to him. You got to resign. You got to keep the band together. You can't let the band break up. I don't appreciate Rob asking us our opinion and then spinning it back to say his opinion was right. <laughs> but didn't you agree with him? Yeah. got to keep a So then both of your opinions are right, according to Rob. So congrats, Ed. Thank you. You were right, too. Appreciate it. Screw you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I miss about Jeremy being here yesterday? Nothing. I was, I was hoping you were going to tell me. I was hoping you'd tell me what I miss. I <laughs> want to hear from you. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. And we'll talk some Ravens at 715, but on the other side, if you are the owner of the Baltimore Orioles, what's number one on your agenda? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 